0: today is uh, May 4th. Happy Star Wars Day. Um, the <laughs> biggest news story uh, of today in the political sphere is the Jordan Neely uh, New York subway situation, uh, the video that was released. I um, want to hear what you guys have to say about it. Just in case anyone in our audience isn't aware, there was a video released uh, of a man on the New York subway uh, New York Subway station. Uh, They're on the subway car, uh, and he choked this homeless man out who was, according to witnesses, behaving erratically, um, yelling about how he can't get food and water, how he'd rather go to jail. Um, And he threw his jacket on the ground. And then this guy who was an ex-Marine, whose name, as far as I'm aware, hasn't been released yet. um, He put him in a rear naked choke, held him there for, some people say 15 minutes. Um, I'm of the camp that maybe it wasn't quite that long because that's a long time to hold someone in a rear naked choke even if they aren't struggling too hard but like you know either way well past the point where he'd gone limp um and ended up that the the man was taken to the hospital and pronounced dead there um so this has created a big partisan divide um with you know people on our side of the aisle talking about how you know that isn't a Reasonable use of force. Uh, how this is a systemic issue. Um, how this is a you know meta narrative issue of escalating violence toward um, the homeless um, as well as other you know defenseless minorities. And then people on the right uh, saying, "Hey, th- he was in his right to defend himself." We have these chaos and lawlessness in the streets, and someone's got to step up and do it. That that sort of thing. Um, so that's the you know TLDR thirty thousand foot view of this situation. Either of you, if you uh, have any questions or I just said, uh, you know, let me know. But I, I really want to hear what you have to, have to think about it, because I got a lot of thoughts.
1: Do you, Have you heard if anyone on the right is saying that he did something more violent or more erratic than, you know, yelling and throwing his jacket down?
0: Yeah, no, that's that's the crazy part of this. Like the, 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 the biggest like, I don't know, steel man argument is that he reportedly threatened people. Now, we don't know what the threat was as someone who has been on the New York subways many times with homeless people behaving erratically yeah. I've been in that situation where like oh my god that person's acting crazy and you just kind of ignore it because yeah. you're on a New York subway what did you expect and <laughs> I've heard me like oh I want to kill people blah 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 and you're just like okay buddy you know it'll be okay um and that's the normal New Yorker response to this situation I think but like that is what I imagined the sort of thing was he was like I don't care if I go to jail. Or I, I could hurt someone, it doesn't matter. I don't care about my life. Like that seems to yeah. be what you know. witnesses are saying, um, but we, we don't know for sure what was said at this point, but that is the, I think the steel man argument that the conservatives are making that he threatened someone therefore he deserved to die um, yes. is kind of the, what they're saying.
1: Desmond, do you want to jump in there?
0: Or? You go ahead
2: and go first, Erica.
1: Okay. Um... God damn it, this fucking story is ripping me apart inside. Like I the fact that not only did this guy put him in this choke and hold him there and kill kill Jordan, but then he had other people there like spotting him, helping him hold this person down. The people were smiling as they did it. Like they it was just this sick fucking twisted scene. I and mean, watching the video was like, I feel like my my heart just getting ripped out of my chest. You know, it's just how can you? How can people stand around, see this person being strangled to death for that long (laughs) and do nothing? Like I, if I was in that subway, I would have been fucking ripping into these people. I would have been probably using physical force against these men holding this person down because who the fuck do they think they are to police other citizens who are having mental health issues and hungry and, you know, yeah, the systemic issues there are, are huge, but just even without those systemic issues just the the pure facts of what happened in that scene are so horrific that like we need to be blasting the story telling everyone about it making sure everyone's aware yeah i don't know
2: you know it's um it's an interesting situation to be in as a content creator first of all i have seen a lot of people who look like me be killed in violent attacks over the years You know, like, while I've been doing independent thought, prior to doing independent thought, I forget the actual term that's associated with what I'm trying to describe, but basically seeing yourself within the victim. So there are certain times, like with this um, story in particular, where I just either choose to not cover it or not to watch the video. Uh, In particular, because after a certain amount of time, like, it kind of just, it just builds up. You know, especially even just, like, a couple months ago, watching the death of Tyree Nichols Mm -hmm. watch that entire video Uh, it it just it becomes a lot after a while so one of the reasons why I haven't touched on it in independent thought uh, as of yet because it was something that I mentally just couldn't bring myself to do when I did take a little bit of time to read into the story obviously I was seeing a lot of things that Erica had mentioned, that John had mentioned, I also did see that the New York Medical Examiner's Office did in fact rule this a homicide already. So that was encouraging in the sense that there might be some level of justice that might come after this atrocious act, because we shouldn't really need to relitigate exactly, you know, the fact that this is in fact a murder. If it was something that was deemed an act of self-defense... That would have been blasted all over the airways If he was actually really harming someone, threatening someone, we wouldn't have to be asking ourselves question about if, because it would be self-evidence, because that would be the first thing that would be reported. And so the right-wing media doing what they always do, which is trying to find any tragedy to bolster their political stance on any issue. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. They will never miss an opportunity to see a loss of life in order to back up their own narratives without obviously having the facts of the issue of the story so my take on this it's another life lost and in an absolutely just horrific sense people are going to say that you try to find ways to dehumanize this person's life he was mentally ill he was causing a scene as if that's justifications for taking someone's life this dehumanization that we have of other people that i think mostly stems from the right-wing propaganda machine constantly trying to tell everyone that will listen to them that if someone is causing a scene or disturbing the peace that they deserve to basically have something like this happen to them absolutely just awful and i condemn with the highest degree anyone who ever takes that stance
0: it's I, I, when you said that you identify with the victim, um, you know, just because of who you are, who they are, I actually had the opposite reaction where I identified with the assailant Um, and not because I was like, yeah, go, you go guy. But because I was like, I've been in this situation before. I've Mm. been in situations of violence with people acting erratically in my situations, not necessarily mentally ill people, but mostly drunk people. Um, And because I am the calm, level-headed Wrestler of my friend group, I'm often the one who is de escalating the situation and using force if necessary. And as someone who has been in this situation several times where there is someone behaving violently and aggressively who is clearly not, you know, right in the head, I know how I'll act in that situation and I know the proper way to act in that situation. And anyone who's ever been in that situation will tell you that the first thing you do isn't engage in violence because that increases the chance of you getting hurt. It increases the chances of them getting hurt and it increases the chances of people around you getting hurt. And he's a Marine. Like they, they, we're, we're not talking about like some random guy. It's a Marine who has training in how to kill people. And you don't just put a rear naked choke on on accident. Like you have to be taught and learn how to do that. And if you've been taught and learn how to do that, you know how deadly it is, and you know as soon as you feel them go limp, you have to let go because you can end their brain, and it's, it, to me, anyone who's arguing like, this is the response, he, he was threatened, and he reacted, it's like, no, there are several steps of escalation before you get to that point, and to say, no, just put him in a chokehold and suffocate him until he's dead, it, it's, I can agree with you that maybe something needed to be done in that situation, but how about you try the guy who's complaining about not having food and water? The nonviolent way to, es- to de-escalate that situation is to give him food and water. It isn't to put him in a chokehold. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that's a you have a responsibility of care to your fellow human beings. And if you're going to use that responsibility of care as an excuse to hurt someone, it better damn well be necessary. Yeah.
1: And I I keep thinking about how many other Americans would even identify with. The complaints that Jordan had that he was he was voicing on the subway saying that like I'm sick of being hungry I'm sick of not having a place to live I'm, I'm like I'm sick and tired of the system that I'm living within it I don't know it just it strikes me that like he was voicing a bigger a much bigger problem that so many of us are very aware of um and and he was he was put to death for that <laughs> by mm. a vigilante and it's I, I don't know I'm I'm so horrified by the story and I'm horrified by the spin. I mean, the, the Fox News, they I just pulled up one of the articles. Here's a headline saying AOC, other prominent New York politicians who have downplayed crime, quick to condemn murder of Jordan Neely. So they are basically saying, oh, so you're, you know, you think that there's no such thing as crime, but now you're saying that this is a murder. So <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it's such a weird weird twist of logic
0: and Uh, the most frustrating part about that it isn't just Fox News it's it's like the New York Times uh, said is this is this a murder or a vigilante it's like uh, like like not to say like obviously the New York Times isn't the most leftist organization in the world but they're not Fox News right like and you would think that someone who's relatively down the middle the fact that that's the viewpoint being pushed forward in the mainstream media narrative that's the the scary part to me, like yeah. that, that's the part that really, you saw a man complain about these systemic issues, he gets murdered for it. And then the mainstream media is like, not just the box, but the mainstream media is like, yeah. this is a both sides issue when it's not.
2: Oh, no, but that's the kind of the importance about why we're here because obviously there are issues with our media which is also contributing to the fact that they are declining why we're seeing you know media organizations like rolling up and going bankrupt you know you saw cnn plus dive off a cliff last year you're seeing ratings drop on those major news networks buzzfeed rolling up vice going bankrupt you know there's a reason why people are checking out of those institutions and the reason why we're doing what we're doing there's a problem with how mainstream information is being disseminated to all of us which is why I'm glad that we're all here today to talk about these things
1: hell yeah well put
0: and you know i i think that like talking about the media meta narrative of all of this I, I think there's two meta narratives i think the one that you were referring to erica of This is a systemic issue that it shouldn't have ever gotten to this point because there shouldn't be homeless people, because this is a problem we know how to solve and we don't on purpose. Like that's one side of it. And one I'd I'd love to get into a little more as well. But I think that the other side of this is if I'm going to put myself in the shoes of the Marine in this situation, let's, let's make the best possible assumption and say, maybe this Marine was experiencing PTSD. Maybe... Uh, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, like, like, I'm just like, absolutely trying to give them the most benefit of the doubt, and mm-hmm. say, okay, th- we're going to have the homeless situation, we're going to have homeless people going to subways, we're going to have people who need to respond to this, how do we communicate to the country and society, how these situations should be dealt with? I don't think any reasonable person would go, yeah, you should just put them in a chokehold and kill them but that's the narrative being pushed on the right. Yeah. And by doing that, like you you, you said, Erica, that you know, you'd know you wanna step in and maybe you would, um, but just being in these situations, you you never really know how you're gonna react until you've yeah. been in them. And I try not to judge people who are in violent situations for their reaction once the violence has started, because hmm. you bec- you go into fight or fight, you become a different person. It's, but because of that, pushing these narratives of, it's okay to kill homeless people who are behaving erratically on the subway. You've now pushed a certain segment of the population who's listening to you. When they enter that situation, what are they gonna do? And by spreading that narrative, I genuinely, and I, I, I hate to like be like a pearl clutching you know, liberal, but like I do genuinely think that spreading that narrative is going to lead to more violence because that's how people respond to situations, this base instinct. And if they've been listening to you tell people, Oh no, no, I've been fighting online trying to defend your take that this was the right thing to do. What do you think yeah. they're going to do when, you know, shit hits, hits the fan?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm very worried that this is going to increase other attacks against homeless people, against people who are down and out. It doesn't I don't know. I wish it wish it wasn't going to be this way, but I feel like this is just going to push more of that how do we how do we present a different approach to to handling situations like that, I don't really know, (laughs) you know, and I'm glad that you're kind of trying to talk about putting yourself in the position of the person who choked him out, trying to understand what would have been a better response there. Um, That's kind of what we need to be struggling with and and coming to terms with, and not just letting certain parts of the population think that, oh yeah, it's fine to respond with violence when someone is in need and and having mental health issues, like mm-hmm. yeah,
0: I don't know. It, Desmond, did you have anything to add there?
2: Oh no, I was just gonna, I was just gonna let it just end right there. I thought that'd be a good end of the segment.
0: I I, I agree, but I I do want to say before we end this segment because I think Eric mm-hmm. just brings up a good question that should be answered. What do you do, like, if you find yourself in a situation where you're on a subway, you're in the streets, there's a random stranger. Behaving violently, you should de escalate. Like, I, I think everyone should internalize this that just being, if, if you don't feel like you can handle the situation physically, you should not de escalate. If you are a small person who is by themselves and this is a large person, it is not your job to handle this because you are now just by entering the situation and not knowing how to handle it physically. you you are increasing the danger, despite your best efforts. But if you are someone who's like, okay, I can handle this physically, then deescalate with your words. You know, if someone's freaking out about something, talk to them, be their buddy, be their pal. Mm -hmm. People don't like to be violent. You know, it's really hard to punch someone in the face who's telling telling you that they love you. You know, like, be supportive of the person who's freaking out. Be like, I understand, buddy. Hey, let's get a sandwich. You know, whatever you know, wh- yeah. whatever it is, be supportive. Be a friend. People don't tend to hit their friends, you know. And and just showing that piece of kindness will deescalate the situation ninety nine percent of the time. Um, yeah. and and that is what you should do in that situation, even beyond just not choking them out and killing them. <laughs> I think that most people and most of our audience going to agree with that. Yeah. But I think that that's the step that doesn't necessarily come immediately to people's mind
1: Mm -hmm. well put